I don't give a damn. You're fired. All right. We're live. How you guys doing? Live? Yeah. It's live. Live. We're not live. Okay. We're not. This isn't. This is going to be published in maybe two or three weeks, actually. Okay. Oh, it's like, oh. Who's watching us live? So, it's live-ish. Hey, you driving in your car. By it's... live, I mean the microphone is lively picking up everything okay. that's going on right okay. now. All right. Well, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we've been uh, festivaling it here. We're here at Four Corners Comedy Festival, the in Durango, great, Colorado, yeah. the world's greatest comedy festival. Yep, everyone nods. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, silent nodding. No objections so, here. I'm going to introduce everyone we have here because uh, this was feedback I've been given. <laughs> Is that too many of my episodes we just jump into it and then they're like, well, who the hell is this person? <laughs> like, who you're talking right. to? So, we're all comics. Uh, I got Will Mirsa. Uh, <laughs> you didn't, but that's okay. It's my Mirsa. 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 That's okay. What? It's, it's okay. <laughs> Polish? Okay. Yes. Pol- yeah. I can pull yes. ox, man. Yeah. <laughs> man. You really are a Chicago Dude. kid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, Mirswa. Glad okay. we got that out of the way early. <laughs> and you're a comedian. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Based out in Salt Lake. We're all in Utah. Let's, let's get that card. And then we got Michael Meehan mm-hmm. and Tanner, who was on the first episode. Yeah. So I'm pumped to be doing this. This should be fun. Uh, I ask a few certain questions to start off each episode. So uh, to begin... Have you guys ever been fired from a job before? Yes. Yes, that was quick. No, never. Not once. No. In fact, when I was doing an internship in college over the summer, I was barely working, but apparently they thought I was so good that they're like, can you keep working when you go back to school? And I was like, for like 20 hours a week, maybe, and I just didn't do anything for like a month and a half, and I was like, hey, I'm getting too busy just because I felt too guilty. Jeez. Okay, yeah. so so the opposite of fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do a best of fired stories from Will. How many jobs have you been fired from? <laughs> no, it hasn't. That's, been, like, that's how I know it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Right? Well, it hasn't been. It hasn't been that many. Um, I know. I know two off the top of my head. Uh, I have rage quit a few, but I've been mm-hmm. fired. Fired from uh, two of them. Nice. So, so it's which one's the most recent one? Um, the most recent one. It was. It actually. I haven't been fired from a job for a very long time. The most recent one when I was like probably twenty three, twenty four. Uh, the they uh they just pulled a random drug test on me because that was the <laughs> only way that they could get me fired. Oh. I was very good at the job. Like Did was, they want you gone? Yeah, there was it was like it was very sitcomish. It was at a uh, it was at a tile warehouse. Uh, I'm not gonna say the name floor and decor, and um, <laughs> like 
and, and there's they had like it was very sitcommy like a you know 80 ski movie where they you know they the rich people bought the mountain and uh-huh. you know, it's kind of one of those types of things so yeah they just ended up you know i had no reason to but they just one day were like all right you're getting randomly drug tested and they'd never done that to anybody before and uh Needless to say, uh, I failed with flying colors. Um, so yeah. That. Did you have a strategy? Like, did mm-hmm. you think you could beat it for a second? Oh no, I knew I was screwed. But I you knew. still took it. I still took it because you're like hoping I'm just gonna shoot my shot. Yeah. See how it goes. Well, and it's just like, well, I'm already doing this. Like, I might as well at least get some more hours on my paycheck before they uh, <laughs> before they <laughs> let me go. And the one cool manager that I like liked there. Uh, that they didn't get rid of was the one who had to take me in the whole car ride. He's like, I'm sorry, man. And I was like, it's not your fault, dude. Like, he was, like, apologizing to me <laughs> on the drive over. I was like, Greg, it's cool, dude. Like, I, do you do what you gotta dude, do, what man? What came up positive? Was it just weed? or? Uh, I, I, they, I, there was probably several things in there. <laughs> like, it was like, my whole 20s were a very degenerate time for me, especially my early 20s. The whole so, printout just said yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it was color-coded, it just would have been like a sparkly rainbow, uh, you know? just Like a Lisa Frank notebook. My pee might have been rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, just, yeah. So, uh, I don't know what it was for, but they just told me that I failed. And I was like, I'm not going to fight that, because I know <laughs> that's true. So... Yeah, I got uh, I got fired, and that's the man caught me with a drug test. So <laughs> bastards. <laughs> well, they got you. They and did. so Michael's never been fired. Tanner, if I remember correctly, you got fired from a pizza place. I got fired from a pizzeria for a no call, no show. What was the name I, of that place? Uh, Blackjacks. Blackjack. I'm not even sure if it's still there. Is it? Really? Is it two no, it wasn't no, two jacks. Two jacks. Well, Black, yeah, Blackjack's like a national chain. I yeah, thought. there's a lot in Colorado, but there's only like one or two in Utah. Uh, I've okay. never heard this of this. This is the one in Provo. Um, I did rage quit, though, when you brought up rage quitting. I rage quit at Cafe Zupa's once. Mm. Really? Yeah. I'd been working there for like three years, and I was a student, and uh, I was getting a little cocky there for sure, and they kept putting me on... Um, on busing position because they're training a lot of new hires at the time. Uh-huh. And so they kept having me go around and just clean up everyone's tables. And I was getting so sick of it. And I told my boss, I was like, please stop putting me on bus. I just need a day off of that. So he put me on bus and I just wrote on a napkin, I quit and I stapled it to the the schedule board and I longboarded home uh, <laughs> and I played volleyball with my friends and it was the best day of my life. Okay. All right. Black- so- I just looked up Blackjacks. I just did that too. Because I was thinking where it was. It's right on Freedom, right? Yeah. It's permanently closed now. Oh, really? Probably because I fired you. So I'm going to say the <laughs> yeah. Zupa's days. No. The Zupa's well, days are numbered. Black, this looks good. I'm looking at the pizza. It's, is it? Is it deep dish? It was no, pizza. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, okay, it's, never it, was, not. it was cheap. You know you know the expression, um, you know, there's there's good pizza and there's bad pizza, yeah. but there's always pizza. I feel like Blackjack was the pizza. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It was pizza. Dude, you know what's a Midwest chain that I really like? Uh, I don't know if it's in Illinois. I know it's big in Wisconsin, but uh, Rocky Rococo's. Oh, yeah. Mm. I've had it. I've had it up in Wisconsin, but I don't remember if they had it. Yeah, in it's Illinois. a it's a Chicago style chain, and 
That was uh, that was my favorite place up in Spokane before the was pandemic it? closed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember if there was those around Illinois. Let's have everyone share their favorite pizza yeah. chain. Yeah, right. <laughs> we started talking about getting fired, and then we just went <laughs> on about pizza. mid-tier pizza for an hour and a half. Hey, Rocky Coco is not mid-tier. Okay. All right, all right. I will fight. <laughs> well, cool. And... <laughs> So I'm responsible for Blackjack's closing. That's what we... Yeah, as you longboarded off into the as sunset. As I longboarded into the sunset. It, dude, it was such a cool longboard, too. I made it out of a pair of skis. Uh, yeah. And then um, it got ran over by a car one day because I uh, I just hit, like, a rock or something on the sidewalk, and it shot out into a street, got ran over, and it sucked. Sad day. But it was it was longboard made out of two pairs of skis. Hmm. I a, don't... A, a pair of skis. I said that wrong. <laughs> well, that sounds tragic. I yeah. I don't know why that reminds me of a, a buddy of mine. He, we were doing summer sales, and this has nothing related to what you said at all. For some reason, it reminded <laughs> me of it. You know when that happens, where like someone says something that's not even close to what you said. Yeah, we're asking ADHD. That's what that, that is. is. It correct. <laughs> when I was doing summer sales, and we had iPads that we used. Which we had to buy our own iPad. Oh, so, like, geez. the thing was, like, at the end of the summer, you own your iPad. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're starting off summer sales without making a sale. And you just spent, like, 500 bucks on this iPad. So, uh, the sales job hustled you into an iPad? No, I went to Best Buy and had to buy it. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. sales company made you buy your own iPad. They yep. sold you on buying your own iPad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good start. And they're like, well, get a nice one because you got to keep it after the summer and use it for whatever. Hooray. Um so, my buddy, he put his iPad on top of the car as we were getting ready to go and forgot about it. We drove a while. And we get to a McDonald's, and he realizes he doesn't have his iPad, and he's like, fuck. So, we go shooting back down the highway that we were on, looking for it. We see it. It is in the middle of the highway. Like, right between both, like lanes like of the oncoming traffic and yeah. everyone's taking turns and, yeah they're all dodging it oh. and it is unscathed he runs out into the highway dodging cars Jesus. like multiple lanes of traffic he picks it up it's working and there's not a scratch on it and he starts dancing on the middle of the freeway with it in his hand oh, i was hoping and then he drops it then he got hit by the car that's, yeah. that's, that's the comedy is that i don't like, Rest in peace. Yeah. So. I don't think any job is worth playing real life Frogger for. No. 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 no absolutely well, not. But your iPad that you're going to keep after the job. Still though. Like, also, what, my, was boss, this? Like, my probably... boss bought mine. So I had it. It was under the condition I had to pay my boss back. So I had yeah. to make these sales. Which I, I made enough money to pay for the iPad, basically. I did not make any money oh, that really? summer. Oh, hey, you got an iPad out of it, so. Yeesh. Summer sales, sales is just multi-level marketing for men. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, and if you're good at it, which same with multi-level marketing, very <laughs> profitable. Um, this dude, well, and you have to be comfortable with being a piece of shit. And this dude who took me out there, uh, he was a buddy of mine from my mission. And he was so, like, slimy. Like, the sales he sold, like, they were all very shady. I shouldn't throw him under the bus like this. He's a good dude, but, like... He was taking I, people's credit card yeah. numbers and then just yeah. selling them to other people. No, 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 no. Yeah. I remember... He was I cool, was, though. He yeah, was a really chill guy. I was though. trying to close he a sale. He gave me a hug. <laughs> Real was, piece of shit. Love him to death. Yeah. I was trying to close <laughs> a sale once, and I was like... I had a follow-up appointment. 
And I asked him if he could come with me to the follow-up appointment because he was closing sales left and right. And we made five to $700 per sale mm-hmm. and he was making two a day. So he was just rolling in mm-hmm. uh, at least $1,000 a day is what he's making. So he said he would gladly come and help me close the sale. Well, I found out what his technique is. He just bullies people into signing the contract. Like, they are very uncomfortable, and he just keeps pushing through and making them. Like, all right, yeah. sign here, sign I here. I remember uh, being taught how to bully some. Like, when because when I was doing sales, uh, I remember one of the rebuttals we were taught is if it's just a wife at home, and then she says, I, I'd rather talk with my husband about this, we were taught to be like, no, I totally get that, and you should be talking with your husband about these kind of purchases. But I would hate for us to leave, and then you call us and us have to come back and do this whole thing over again when we can just sign it now and then if you're not comfortable with it, you can cancel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, total BS, but that's what we were taught to tell Yeah, them. no, I would have gone with the approach like, you need a man to tell you what to do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Um, but yeah, I know super shady, but that dude from April to August made 200K yeah. and Jesus. didn't have to do anything the rest of the year. Well, did I talk about on my episode with you about how I went to a, I got paid to be Satan at a sales convention? Yeah, you told me about that. Uh, and while we were there, the, the keynote was awarding people with these Golden Door Awards, which is people who made a million dollars doing sales, uh, doing door-to-door sales. Damn. Yeah. So you, know, you can make bank. It's like multi-level marketing. If you're at the top, it's a good gig. Like, if you... Well, I guess there's no, like, levels per se, but if you're good at manipulating people, mm-hmm. then it's a good... If you're just a general sociopath, get into summer sales. That's a right. lifelong career. What's your sales technique? I pistol whipped them until they <laughs> sign the contract. It's, uh, I, I made a mill last year. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So, Michael, you've never been fired. Did you, have you ever come close? No rage quits or anything? Have you ever rage quit a job? No. So my parents didn't let me work when I was living at home. And then I just had like campus jobs in college, which were really chill. And then I was in grad school. And then I did freelance. And now I have the job I'm in currently. I'm really glad that I'm not going to be the most boring episode after this. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Drew didn't bring me on solo. <laughs> you know, I mean, y'all have all talked to me. I'm not pleasant to be around. Oh, that's oh you're pleasant to be around. around. Yeah, I just not pleasant to engage in a conversation. No, with. you're pleasant to engage yeah, in a conversation. Pleasant. Yeah, I. But I get what you're saying. Like I'm like he hasn't done anything crazy at work before. Like that's the vibe I get. No. Which the crazier the story, the better the content for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, let me crack my knuckles and get in here. Uh, (laughs) I got got enough for both of us. Well, okay. So you said you got fired from that. Was it? So you said there's one other you got fired from. Uh, yeah, there was. I was a I was a manager at manager at a sub or like a sandwich place, but I was like in college and it didn't really matter, and I just kind of checked out and they eventually were like yeah we're firing him like okay good like it was that that wasn't a bad one that like that job i did not care like like let's basically put it this way there was one point when uh i was managing that sandwich place um Mm-hmm. Once again, it's I'm not gonna like I don't want to put any of these places on blast. It was Heidi's Brooklyn Deli, um, but I went to a concert one night, partied my ass off, 
was up. I didn't go to sleep. So I walked in at 7 a.m. to open the shop. And I was still, like, hallucinating from recreational things that I took at the concert. And I, at one point, just passed out on the prep table and had all the people I uh, managed <laughs> just literally chopping vegetables around me on the prep table. <laughs> so... Yeah. Then that when they fired me from that, I was like, "Well, I'm in college. This job doesn't matter." Yeah. yeah. No. no, those jobs don't matter at all. I mean, both jobs that I got fired from did not matter at the at the time. The one that I got the drug test for, I'd been there for like a few years, so that one kind of that sucked. <clears throat> but like, also, I did a bunch of wild stuff at that job too. So the fact that I made it like three years was kind of a miracle. What should you have been fired for then? <laughs> We're, uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, since you are wild content, let's get into it. Um, I know my my current employer is never going to listen to this, and even if they do, well, whatever. Um, the one that I got the drug test, like, you know, I was it was in college and, like, shortly after college, so I was like, there was one day where I sold two pounds of weed out of my car, uh, <laughs> it, just on smoke breaks, yeah. but... The vast majority of that was to my coworkers. Um, I mean, you got to have multiple sources of income. You do. Yeah. You, yeah. Do. you can't just make it on one. That's income yeah. That's what, uh, yeah. that's what everyone says these days. Oh, for have a sure. side hustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did the same same thing at that job too, where I like went to a concert and like partied my ass off, and then had to open the next day. And was driving a forklift in circles singing Don't Cry For Me Argentina. And my boss was like, dude, are you okay? And I'm just like, no, it's great. Like whipping a fork, like just OSHA violation. Yeah, right. Um, the wildest, probably one of the more wild stories from that job. Um, so we had a, we, there's me and two other people involved in the story. One of them was this dude DJ, which... He might be dead. I don't, like, he was just a gnarly, super nice dude, but like a gnarly death metal skateboarder alcoholic dude, but he was very nice. Like, the dude has his whole top hand in a pentagram, like, has a pentagram. Oh, dang. I, like, he's a gnarly dude. But we worked in the warehouse together, and this dude that was a floor manager, uh, this guy Evan, he was nice outside of work, but was just a dickhead to, like, work with and for. Uh, so Evan was just, you know, had the, like the manager complex. Um, so we knew that Evan was on a bunch of medication. So DJ and I, after he yelled at us for something very insignificant and stupid, uh, DJ and I broke into his locker and stole a bunch of his prescription medication. Holy shit. And, (laughs) and, and blew and crushed it up and blew. It was a tile warehouse. So we took a piece of tile, went all the way to the back of the warehouse where there was no cameras and just blue lines of the medication. Oh, jeez. Do you know what he was taking? Uh, it was Valium and Xanax. Uh, <laughs> Shit. And as we're doing this, like, we, you know, we did, like, the, I'll, call, I'll start coughing if somebody comes up. And he, like, you know, he goes into his locker and takes, takes like, like a handful of whatever, prescription pills. And we go do that. And we neglected to, uh, we neglected to do all of our closing duties, before we did the drugs. <laughs> so we're sitting back there like doing lines of prescription drugs and we realize that we have to like get on forklifts and move pallets, thou- like 10,000 pound pallets of tile oh, and put them on sh- like sh- racking and and like 
There's a video, we, DJ had to open the next day, so he went in early and erased the security footage from mm-hmm. the, uh, from the tapes, because at one point there's a, there's a section of it where I'm putting a pallet onto the racks with a forklift, mind you, we're snorting, we're snorting prescription drugs, and I put the pallet on the rack, and I'm just backing out six inches, Driving forward into the pallet, backing out six inches, driving forward into the pallet, but and it, this goes on for like a minute, and like, and then you see DJ trying to sweep up the floor, and he's doing like you know like the drunk guy like S curve walk. Well, he's like using the broom to keep him upright, <laughs> oh, like walking in a Z form, you know, and uh, yeah, and then we, of course, and then we drove home that night. So. Uh, that, that's the uh, one. That's the. That's, <laughs> that was one of the things I did there. Oh, uh, classic. So, what's what's start? I already asked Tanner before, so we'll pass on your answer. But what's mm-hmm. the worst job uh, you guys have ever worked? Ooh. So. This is gonna sound lame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get a job in high school, but my dad would, my dad ran a company and was like a contracting consulting business and he would hire me, hire me. He would pay me money to do tasks he didn't want to. And I think one of them was he had gotten like a citation for driving, just like a regular, completely unrelated to his work. Uh And he was just like, I will pay you to do the online course. So, um, the reason I would say that's my worst job was probably because I have the strongest negative feelings about my boss, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait, what, real quick, what was yours? Call center. Ah, okay, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I did one of those. It's just soul sucking. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to think, like, I haven't had, I haven't had any, like, like, I've, I've worked bullshit jobs, but they've all had their, like, little fun parts yeah. to them. I've never worked in, like, a true call center. Um, I guess, actually, like, I guess my last job before the one I got, because I hated my boss, was such a fiery passion that I wanted to beat him with a chair every 15 minutes. Like, I liked the job, and I liked when I worked in the Denver office, and that's what brought me out to Salt Lake. Uh And then I ended up working, I ended up, like, being understaffed and working, like, 60-plus hour weeks. And the the dude I worked for was such an asshole that, like, the rest of the office, we wanted to just, like, you know, tie him to a flagpole and let the buzzards get him, you know, so... Or or a Chinese food delivery So you never had a job where you're, you're, like, driving to work, and you're just like... There's the bridge I'm going to drive on. Yeah, you're like, that, well, yeah, that was that job. That job because, yeah. I had to, because I had to do it for two years working way too much. With 60 too is ridiculous. Little, you know, like working like 50, 60 hours a week or for a dude I hated. Like yeah. a dude I wanted to like physically assault every every dude, hour. You know what's a job with crazy hours? Um, I did flagging uh, for road construction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... We would work some insane hours. Now, fortunately, like in the winter, you can just like collect unemployment. Mm-hmm. But like during the summer, the first week they hired me, mm-hmm. seventy-five hours. Dang. Jeez. The first week, I once did a twenty-hour shift. 
Oh, damn. Where I my break, I got to take a nap in the truck. <laughs> that, that's, that, I've worked, I don't think I've done, I haven't done that much, but I definitely worked, because what I had to do, I had to do a, work my day shift, and then, like, the way that my job was, you had to work one holiday a year, mm. and I got the overnight shift on New Year's. So I worked, I worked from 8 to, 8 to 4. Because they let me go a little early. Like, they're doing me a fucking favor. Eight, <laughs> like, you know, it was like 8 to 4. And then I came back from 7 or 8 at night to 6 in the morning. Jeez. Jeez. So. That's, yeah. My dad was a network engineer. Mm-hmm. He worked in a cubicle. And they had the same thing. You had to do one holiday a year. Yeah. So he would pick... To do New Year's Eve because he didn't get any work that night. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to do anything. He just had to be there to cover anything just in case. Yeah. And so he would take me and my brother and sometimes he lets invite a fr- few friends to go stay the night at his office. Mm-hmm. And they had a break room with like all the beverages you could imagine. So like we just get shit ton of soda and like juices and candies mm. and chips and yeah. uh, then they had a room with an Xbox 360 and we owned a PS2 uh, so an Xbox 360 was like a considerable upgrade, upgrade. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'd go to Blockbuster and rent a bunch of Xbox 360 games and we would stay <laughs> up all night while my Just dad sat in his three. cubicle it was a good time see mine was not because I was literally the only one in the company working from like, nah, probably ten at night to like five in the morning. So from those hours, and I was in like an office by myself, like a creaky old Ugh. office. So it was, it had some big The Shining vibes. You know, I was like walking around at two in the morning. The phone was ringing. I had shit to do. Mm-hmm. So it's just like all oh, work and no play makes Will a dull boy. <laughs> like, and the office was kind of creepy, and it would make like creepy like. It was just old, so it was like make creepy noises, and you're there by yourself, and it was in like an industrial park in Denver, so it was just like, like you knew nothing was going to happen, but at the same time, you're still like, something could happen. Yeah, right, you're still like pulling out your pocket, and it's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I remember when the pandemic hit, having to go into the office once as the only person in the building, and it was eerie. Yeah. Very eerie. Uh, Cycling back, your 20-hour shift. I, the worst shift I've ever worked was 17 hours, also a construction job. Uh, we were waterproofing a basement. It was day three of a three-day job. Uh, so we had to have it done or else our, we would pay penalties for it. Mm. Um, so in, in, we just had everything that could have gone wrong. went wrong. Every single one of us got electrocuted that day. <laughs> uh, I think it was just a bad day. Group shock, line up. Dude, for real. Anyway, so it, the worst part, though, was it was a Wednesday. So, like, your 20-hour shift, was that at the end of the week or in the middle of the week? I believe that was a Sunday. Okay. So, so did you have the Monday off, or was it... I think I was given the option to get it off, so I didn't have to work a consecutive day. Yeah. I want to say I was badass and work the next day, but I that think was I slept the rest of the The worst day. part of the 17-hour shift was... And construction is just tiring. Mm. And I came Man, home... Manual labor. Right? I yeah. came home, and I was like, I have to go back in, like, six hours. Ugh. It's yeah. just such a gross feeling. I, yeah. I will say with flagging, because flaggers work for a traffic control company. So there's a company who's responsible for 
putting all the barrels, the candlestick cones, the signs that mm. say road construction. That's what all flagging is? Well, yeah, there's one company in charge of all the traffic control for the site. Mm. And that company is also the one that provides the flaggers, the ones who will hold the sign that says slow or stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so flagging itself, awful. Because you'll stand in the same spot, sometimes for 12 hours straight. Ugh. And you're just flipping a sign back and forth between stop and slow. Why can't you have a chair? It's because it's illegal, apparently. Is it really? Yeah, I don't know why. I heard some states allow it. I bet you it's they're worried you're going to fall asleep. Like, you're more likely to stay awake standing up. Yeah, that makes sense. Or it's because the ruling class hates the working class. I mean, that's also... I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. So, when I was working actually doing labor on that job like there's times where like we had to take all the traffic barrels and throw them into the middle lane for a five mile stretch of the highway Mm -hmm. so i ran up the highway for five miles grabbing barrels and throwing them Mm. and when i was doing that i actually liked the job because you're like doing something even though it was like physically demanding but standing there was like the worst and like i would listen i'd have my phone in my pocket on my vest and I would, like, have a podcast playing. And mm. then, like, if I had my Apple Watch, so, like, if my boss drove up in his truck, I would hit pause on my watch so right. he wouldn't hear the podcast playing. But if I got caught listening to a podcast on the job, that would have been it. Really? Yeah, like, zero You can't even listen to podcasts? Well, because they're so worried that you'll get too distracted to control the traffic, and then you'll, like, slip up, let a car into the work zone, and cause an accident. So they, like... They want you to be, like, hyper-focused. Live a little, man. Next, Live a little. Next thing you know, there's a convertible at the top down, and little Timmy's covered in hot tar, you know? <laughs> Dude, well, we, Timmy might have deserved it. Who knows? Like, we, Timmy might what discover, if Timmy was the next Hitler? What if, you Timmy, know, it was... Timmy might discover a, a kink early in life, you know? <laughs> it's uh, strange that they have this, this high demand to do something, you know, necessarily inhuman, pay super close attention for 12 hours straight when... How hard would it be to build something that could do this automatically? Just like oh. something you could set up on the road that Make would just it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, think I get scared could. of automation for that reason. No, I think I think it could. Well, usually automation sometimes will open up more jobs in creating automation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, cotton gin. You, we can get to the point. Wow, where it created more slaves. Automation. Oh my goodness. That's what you're saying. <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> I think I might have to back out of this podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, fucked oh, up good history. Good stuff. Uh, um, <laughs> sorry. No, no. That, that, that's factual. I mean, it's... Uh, well... <laughs> People thought it would end slavery, and it increased slavery. That's that's what it did. Yeah. No, oddly enough, a lot of times automation has created just other jobs that we yeah. did like, 20 years from now, there's going to be jobs that exist that we don't know about now. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, That's why I'm studying to be a Flinda farter. <laughs> it's going to be, you know, hot new market. It's going to be big. In Once it opens years. up, man, it's going to be huge. The, the last thing I want to say about my, my shift from hell, you had podcasts. All we had was radio. Oh. And uh, someone said it to the pop station. <laughs> and we were too busy the whole day to ever go and change the station. I heard Bleeding Love and Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl, 
at least 200 times that day each. Uh, it was just, I was so sick of it. Uh, I kissed a girl. I st- that song doesn't bother me as much, but as soon as I hear that yeah. from Bleeding Love, it like triggers something in me that is evil. Hmm. So that does it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to, we need to test this yeah, out. Good, no, going forward. Get me in a group of crowded people and just play Leona Lewis, and then, well, there won't be many people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So what's uh, your guys' favorite jobs that have you ever done? Uh, well, I didn't actually... Well, I did get paid for it, but it was only one time. I was a, an assistant mortician. I helped clean and prep a body. That's that's wild. That is crazy. <laughs> uh, so, so a friend of mine in Denver... I am going to keep her name. I, I, I hate the other people I've talked about, but I'll, I'm going to keep her name... Because it's perfectly legal. Like, she didn't do anything illegal about it. Because in Colorado, she's a mortician. But she was a very, like, petite woman. Uh-huh. So, every once in a while, they would get backed up with bodies that she would be doing, like, the embalming and the cleaning and everything. And she's she called me on... Uh, she called me and was like, Hey, I've got a body. I can't lift it. I need you to help me do some light cleaning. And I need you to help me move the body. And I know you're one of the few people I can call, like, actually make this call to. And I was like, well, I'm flattered and confused and intrigued. Let's do this. The phrase you use, backed up on bodies, just, like, well, eerie like, to me. I, I'm, well, uh-huh. you know, like, they get... Because it's... She worked for the, the like, the company that she worked... Well, I shouldn't say company, because, like, it's, you know, a mortuary that she worked for. It was only... The guy who owned it, his wife doing the office stuff, and her. They, uh-huh. they were the only two. So if he was ever gone or there was a bunch of people in their area that got sent to them, sometimes she had to work late and like prep all these bodies, you know? So she called me and was like, hey, I'll give you X amount of dollars. I just need you to help me help with a little bit of cleaning and move the body and all that. And I showed up. It was nighttime. She was like, I'd finish it. Uh, in Colorado, you can do that without being... You can be a, an, an assistant without being a licensed mortician. You just can't do, like, any full-on embalming or cutting it's open of the body. It's crazy that you have to get a license to... I, well, I mean, it's a like, whole... there's a license to handle dead bodies. Yeah. I yeah. didn't... Well, you have all to, the like, license you, you can you, get... There's school existed. for it. There's a full-on yeah. mortician school. Dude, have you seen school. the movie Bernie? Weekend at Bernie's? No. Or? Bernie, it's uh, basically... It's a long tangent. So I'll just say that it, he's it's a, it's about a mortician, played by Jack Black, and he goes to like conferences to like teach yeah. embalming techniques. There's like whole really? schools for it. Yeah, yeah. One of our wow. family friends in Chicago has uh, has their own mortuary. When bodies are embalmed, do they remove organs and stuff like they do mummies, or is it just? Dude, I'm not a fucking mortician. Well, like, yeah. you were an assistant. <laughs> yeah, you were a mortician. Yeah, I didn't do the embalming. <laughs> like, that's the one that, because that takes a skill and... Yeah, like, but you weren't even there for the process. No, no, okay. no. So when I, I, I guess so that's not like you were around. So when I got there, it was... She was like, hey, my day's done at this time. She's like, I just need you after, like, my day is quote-unquote over. You know, and she's not, like, working, punching a clock. Uh-huh. But she's like, hey, come between, like, six and seven. I'll have most of this stuff done. We can just boom, 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 and then we're done. Uh, so I walk in and it was like, you know, a little office, little, you know, just mortuary. Like it was like, it looked like just like kind of like a a waiting room in a dentist's office. But then we went back and it was like a full on, there was just a naked dude 
with the Y cut that was stitched up from after the embalming, and we had to like wash them down like a just <laughs> with a power washer. Damn near. <laughs> Not like a power washer, but like like a like. I like, like the idea of like 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 one of those self cleaning those self car cleaning. It, it was like it was basically like um it was basically like that you know like on the sink like the, oh yeah 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 it, like, so like a, a bigger, shower handle like a shop like the shop vac version of that yeah you know like the like, power tool version of that like uh, a dishwasher at a restaurant pretty yeah. much yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And the dish pit like and he's just of, hanging and then do you try to like spray his right shoulder so he'll spin around for you and then you can wash the well, back? like I that's the thing is because she you know she was like I said she's kind of a petite woman I had to like lift homie up and oh, like, get the back uh, and like oh was he fat yeah, he was he was he was a thick boy. <laughs> Chicago. Uh, no, this was Denver. No, this was Denver. Okay. Y'all and, ever play Super Mario Sunshine? No. Yeah. A little water jetpack. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like, I had to like lift the dude up while she got under there and like made sure he was clean, and we had oh. to like dry him down and then move him because he was getting shipped. I don't know if people realize this, but dead bodies go on airplanes with the cargo. Yeah. yeah. So like, we had to then. Dry them off, like you pretty much like you don't put you don't clothe them, but you put on like garments so they're not getting shipped fully butt naked. And then you, we literally had to pick him up and like shift him into a, like a FedEx box, tag him, tag the box, close like secure the box, and then. Did you ever it. leave like little pranks for the people who would open up later, <laughs> like the can of snakes? You know, when no. You <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Uh, do you wish you did now? Just like draw a little dick on his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, look what loser fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Pass out of the party. Uh, what a, <laughs> what a, what a dork. nerd. Um, but no, so that's what, and like we just ended up boxing him up and getting him ready to go UPS the next day. And I even asked her, I almost said her name. Um, I even asked her, we're joking around having a cigarette afterwards. And I was like, and I was like, do do you like ever mix up the body? She's like, oh yeah, it happens. <laughs> she's like, it's never. She's like, like we don't like we always get them right, but you'll be surprised how many times the company like FedEx, UPS, whatever, picks them up, doesn't put them on the right plane. So oh, if geez. they're expecting like a you know eighty year old grandpa, like an eighty year old white dude, and they get a heavy set black woman, you know, like that happens. <laughs> Jeez. So like, because you know if they're families live in a different state and they want the funeral out there they ship them out they don't yeah. just you, you don't just hey come and get grandpa you know like so but yeah i got paid uh, an undisclosed amount to uh wash move and box a body is probably one of the so that's your favorite job uh honestly yeah like i like well i say that because like i would never have gotten to do that and i almost was like man i should have went to mortuary school and you only did this me. once I only did it once. Okay. I only did it once because uh, most of the time the dude who owned the the mortuary that she worked for was there, so they would oh, just both okay, they would okay. both do it. And then he's about my size, so she was she called me and she's like, "Hey, uh, Kenya." Oh and I was man. Like, yep. But that was my favorite job because I would. It was such a unique experience. I'd never get to do that again. And, like, not only does it make a great story, but there was, like, a small part of me that's like, I could have been a mortician because it didn't really. Like, I don't that, think yeah. I could do it. I don't think I have the... Uh, it, it was the first, the first like, five minutes were weird as hell. But, like, 
I also, my mom used to take me to her hospital to volunteer when I was like in high school and she was, they worked in like a level one trauma center. So like I've seen some shit, you know, like that, like death and dead bodies, as long as it's not like gore and like, you know, that, that doesn't Mm -hmm. bother me. Yeah, my, uh, my buddy who I had on here. He told, I showed you parts of the clip, but he yeah. was Undertaker's assistant. Yeah. And he said he had to pick up bodies after uh, suicide attempts. Oh. Were they, well, I guess, oh. successful suicide attempts. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, where they'd, like, use a shotgun to the mouth or stuff like that, and they'd have to pick up the body. Oof, I'm geez. like, that would be, I, there's no way, like, I would quit on the spot. You want fucked up stories, talk to firemen. Firemen have some of the most insane because you'd think just by their job title that they just deal with Fire. fires, which is oh, no. like the smallest part of their job, probably. No, them and paramedics have yeah. to go do some shit. Yeah. And like, I just remember I had a teacher who was a, a retired fireman, and the stories he would tell were just so fucked yeah. up. Yeah, the first, the first five minutes of that were really weird. Like, I was like, Whoa, and then I was like, eh, what it's it's what what's he gonna do? Come come back to life and criticize me? Like yeah. fuck, just yeah. flip him over. Flip him over, wash him, let's dry him off and get him in his box. What did he die of, do you remember? Uh I Being think it was like, no, he was well he was he wasn't like you know, he didn't He wasn't like, like me and you. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say it, but uh, <laughs> uh, No, I think I if I I don't remember, but I know the body was intact. He was like probably in his late sixties, so I'm assuming like a heart attack or mm. head trauma or something. Like nothing gruesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was Your like, friend I, didn't I, tell you. No, and I don't know if there's like the legal aspect of if she can or not. Oh, like yeah. I, I don't know, but I'm I'm almost positive if she did tell me, it was probably something like head trauma or a heart mm. attack or something. That's interesting. Like, so, I, I, that's once again I'm speculating. I, I don't remember, yeah. but. But yeah, so this all uh, this all reminds me of a joke my seventh grade teacher told me. Mm. Uh, it's a bit of a tangent, but let's go for it. Um, okay, so it's uh, my seventh grade biology teacher told me this joke, and for the listeners, I don't know if this is an actual real story or not. Probably not, but it's funny. Let's so. assume it is. Uh, so there's a <laughs> there's a group of medical students who go to a cadaver lab, uh-huh. uh, and so the teacher is there. And he goes, there are two things you need to learn when you're in medicine. The first is trusting the equipment and the safety of the room. And he goes, this body has been prepared. It's been cleaned. Do you believe this is clean and won't give you sickness being around it? The students are like, yeah. And he goes, good. And he sticks his finger up the ass of the body. And then he sucks on his finger. And he goes, I want all of you to do exactly as I just did. And so the students are, like, freaked out. But he watches and he makes sure every student does it. And then afterwards he goes, the second thing you need to learn is observance. I stuck my middle finger up the ass and sucked on my index finger. (laughs) 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 Seventh grade. I had a seventh grade (laughs) teacher tell us that joke. That is funny. Wow. So, all right, Michael, it's your favorite job you have ever done. Um, I was kind of thinking something along the lines of Will, but... The bodies we were moving weren't dead before we got there. Um, no, I'm sorry. I was, like, I was just trying to make. It I was like, it's like were you a parent? He, he worked for a shuttle service for yeah, the entire. Yeah, okay. I was like, no. uh, all right, Dexter. What no. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I was... they were dead at the end, but <laughs> they, they ended up dead. Uh, no, I was trying to say something along the lines of Will, and that it was kind of a weird experience that I wouldn't have otherwise done. Um, so I was a missionary in Idaho, and we helped a lot of people with their like animals when we were in rural areas. So like helped put cattle in pens. But there was this old lady in rural Idaho who raised emus and chickens and peacocks, and we would help her out with that. Mm. And um, first day, she's like, listen, these emus will come for you. So really? They're aggressive. They're, they're, they crave flesh. Like, she said, she's just like, this, this lady's like 90. She's like, if they start being aggressive, there's this little spot on their neck, and you kind of lightly put pressure on it. And they'll just kind of mellow out. And if they're still doing it, you just put a little more, and I'll kind of go limp. And I just was like... You killed an emu. No. <laughs> but, you know, for years... Well, we got close. I've been like, you know what? I could take an emu. I, I know the technique. And that makes you better than the country of Australia. Yeah, exactly. But also, I'm just like... Was there actually something in their throat, or was she just choking these emus out? <laughs> uh, I follow an emu TikTok. Yeah, uh, I know. And she does. Yeah, I know. And she does do that same thing. Grabs their head. Yeah. I've also seen one where she takes a cafeteria tray and just pushes their heads away, and they're like, "Dude, <laughs> birds freak me out." Yeah. Like I. They're dinosaurs. Like, yeah, yeah, they are. And like the bigger ones, like emus, ostriches. What's uh, uh oh fuck? There's one. I can't remember. Well, the, the shoe bill is the That's one. That's the one that I was trying like, to think of. The yeah, shoe bill. That, that looks like an evil. Yeah. It and, looks like a screenshot from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Really? And it makes a that. Shoe? Have you heard the noise that they make, too? Mm-mm. It sounds like. And it's probably. I'm probably being a little over dramatic here, but it's, they make like a clicking noise that sounds like kind of like gunshots. Dude, really? This is the first time I've ever seen You've one. You've never yeah. seen one of those? Dude, no. they're gnarly. It straight up looks what? like a dinosaur. There's another, it's like. They look so evil. Look at this. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. And that's what I'm saying. If you look, yeah. if you look up the clicking noise they make, it's freaky. Uh, what the hell? We have to. What? Try, yeah, I'm gonna try to look it up right now. Uh, and then this there's another, like bird there's another from... bird that's like, it's it's a, uh, it must be an, a relative of the emu and the ostrich because it has that same kind of body shape, but it's blue with like these longer feathers on top of its head, and it seriously looks like it might just you know murder everyone at the beach. What the hell? This is a bird from hell. Yeah. Like if I ran into one of these in the I'm wild, s- I would hold on. I'm gonna see I would I, be like, I found some sort of mythical. I'm demon gonna see bird. if I can. If I ever started a minor league baseball team, that would be my mascot. Uh, <laughs> Hold Are you on. thinking of a cassowary? It's got like a blue head and then like a like a bill almost on the top. How do we? Wait, what's that? Yeah, I think so. The noise that it makes. How do you spell that? Hold on. C A. I'll put it closer to the microphone. W A R Y. Come on, make the noise. This is the bird. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. your that's that's your the noise that Shoebill Bird makes. Like it, it sounds, sounds like, like it, me it, on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I hear that, I'm gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're big too. They're not. They they're look not like they small. could take people. But anyway, so you killed yeah. an emu. 
You yeah. killed a person. I killed a person. No, I, I moved a dead body. There's a difference. Yeah. Well, I defiled a corpse. Luckily, I just looked right. it up, and shoe bills are actually not dangerous to humans, but... For now. Yeah, for now. For real. <laughs> it's kind of like how there's no recorded incident of a killer whale killing a human in the wild. That's because the killer whales erase all records. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, there's no recorded incident. Like, there definitely could be a wild incident of a killer whale killing... I mean, most times they're friendly. It's only in... Uh, Captive, captivity. captivity, where they well, yeah. show aggressiveness. Yeah. Yeah, because they well, turn into bitches then. I mean, if I was kept in a... Imagine, like, being kept in something that felt like the bathroom in there for 20 years. I yeah. would kill the first thing that... For real. You know, the thing that kind of feeds me every once in a while. <laughs> I would take that thing down. Have you ever seen the videos of, like, someone who's, like, stand-up paddleboarding... And then a killer whale will just come up, just see, it's like, hey, is that a fish? And they're like, ah, no, it's a human. And then just dives back down. And they arrive and leave so quickly. It's terrifying. They they are a, they are like one of the most apex predators. They're my favorite animal. They're so they, fucking cool. They Have are, you seen, so when I was in like freshman high school biology, uh, there was one week where the teacher would show the video of the killer whales eating seals. Oh, yeah, where they, they like, like flip them like 20, 30 oh, yeah, feet. Yeah, they yeah, play yeah. with them. They're like, it's purely for sport. They don't even eat all the ones. But yeah. I remember that that day, I skipped every other class to just stay in biology. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're such a cool animal. Uh, or like the videos where like a seal is just like on just a small piece of ice and the whales figured out how to like charge it and then dive at the last second mm-hmm. to just and make like a wake. Yeah. Well they eat great whites too. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's so and they only eat like their liver and heart or something. Same like with that. whales, they'll only eat the tongue of the whale. Mm-hmm. And then they drown whales. That's how they they kill it. That's so nice. They drown whales. Okay, we got we got. We went. We went from talking yeah, from about, let's get fired to let's talk orcas. Yeah, then this, which is fine. It's all good content. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. This is the question. You've said some bad things you've done, but what is the absolute worst thing you guys have done on the job? And I will say, don't say anything from your current job. But no, yeah, I have. Uh, I have. I've toned yeah. down over the last. 10 years of what I do at my job. Um, I'll go first because mine will probably be the lamest. Um, but <laughs> when I was doing an internship, I told you that I was not doing anything and nobody was supervising me, but they just kept giving me money because it was a paid internship. Um, I would fall asleep at my desk just like for two or three hours at a time, all the time. So that's about it. I'm a rule follower, so yeah, I, mine's not aren't as cool too. But I have a similar one of like, uh, I took over this one job, and the guy before me who was training me on it, he was like, "It'll take you about fifty hours a week to do this job," and then immediately I started seeing ways I could optimize everything, and it took me, I took it down from fifty hours a week to probably about ten, so I was doing about two hours a day, and the rest of the time I was just like watching YouTube videos in the office because it, the office was far away mm-hmm. and angled away to where I could see anyone coming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would just stick around. I didn't tell anyone that I optimized it because there was no reward for it. Yeah, I don't want to do more work for the same pay. Right. Yeah. So I was doing what they asked me. Hmm. 
So probably what I talked about before was one of the worst things I did. Because, I mean, I've done, you know, I've done... You stole a guy's medication and stuff. Yeah, he was an asshole and he deserved it, okay? <laughs> no, um, that was probably the worst thing I've done. Because I've done, like, you know, when I was working in, like, crappy restaurants. And, like, I've, like, taken, you know, 20 bucks and, like, done stuff like that. I stole a whole... Uh, like one of those Coors Light patio umbrellas. Uh, <laughs> for yeah, what? From from a restaurant I worked what, at. But what for? Uh, I was using it to walk around Red Rocks with, so I didn't <laughs> actually have to use a real umbrella. I would just carry it on my shoulder. And it rained one time, and there was like eight of us underneath it, so it came in handy. Um, <laughs> I can see, and yeah, so the probably the the med- the stealing the dude's opiates and. <laughs> doing lines of them in the back of the warehouse is probably the worst thing I've done. The second worst thing I've done, it's actually funny now, but I think the kid was a little scarred from it. <laughs> uh, I love that's how you preface. Well, okay, okay, okay. So that's I was working so I was working at a restaurant. I actually really liked I worked at a lot of restaurants. I really liked this restaurant. I worked with a bunch of my friends. My bosses were chill. Everything was great. Uh, for the most part. And uh there was a, there, we worked with this really young kid that his parents used to come into, um, come into the bar. So they got him a job. It's just like a summer job. He was just do little stuff around the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a weekend of a bunch of shows at Red Rocks. This is all when I was living in Colorado. It was a weekend of shows at Red Rocks. We went to a show one day. My friends were going to go the next day because it was a multi-night run. I had to work. So we were all just hanging out. You know, having lunch and a few beers. When before I had to leave for work, I grabbed a um, a starburst that was on the table. Didn't think about it. Ate it, and as I was finishing it, my friend goes, "Did you just eat one of the starburst?" And I was like, "I did." Why? He's like, "You're going to work right now." I was like, "Yeah, I have to work in like 20 minutes." He's like. You might want to call off. And I was like, why? He's like, well, because I put a bunch of acid on all of those Starbursts. <laughs> and I went in and I told my my buddy who I went to high school with was one of my bosses. So I was like, I told him, I was like, hey, dude, this happened. And he was like, <laughs> you idiot. All right, well, let's just play it by ear. So I started working and it started kicking in. And it wasn't super heavy. I didn't need a ton of it, but I was still pretty, pretty high. Mm-hmm. And I was still able to do my job. And we made it through the dinner rush. And like you know, maybe there for you know two hours when I was like, "Ooh, stuff's walls are breathing." Like, okay, we're gonna make it through. We're gonna make it through. We start talking about stuff with that high school kid that we worked with. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember doing this, but I was like, and I think if I remember correctly, his name was Nate. And I was talking to him, I was like, you know what, Nate, you need to, you need to just, you need to embrace these times in your life. And I was, I had a chef's knife oh, in my geez. hand and I was talking really close to him and like gesturing with the chef's oh, knife. Geez. Oh, jeez. And apparently like he was just like, ah, he didn't know. He was like one of the only people who didn't know my current state. So I was like, you need to embrace your life. Like, just like, <laughs> you are young, you have, 
And I'm gesturing with a chef's knife, like, a foot away from him. And he's, like, backing up against the wall. My buddy's just like, okay, let's go outside. Well, let's put down the knife. Put down the knife. Let's go outside. He's like, you know what? You can go. We're he's good. He's embracing life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, you know what? Well, just let me know when you get home. Like, you're good. Go, go home, buddy. Like, oh, go geez. take care of yourself. And I just... Went home and uh, waited for my friends to get back from Red Rocks. And uh, I'm like, Nate would not talk to me for about I, another two weeks yeah. after that until we told did him. Did you apologize? Oh, oh, I did. Yeah. No, I apologized profusely. And then, like, he was about to, he was a senior in high school. So when he graduated, oh, <laughs> he graduated, like, we waited actually until, like, right before he left for college. And then I was like, hey, dude, remember, like, Remember in, like, July when that thing happened? Like, I apologized again, and I told him about it. He's like, oh, God. And that was the only thing he said to me about it. He was just like, oh, God, and then walked away. I was like, okay, all right, this is fine. I mean, we've all pulled knives on high schoolers. Look, <laughs> they deserve it sometimes. They, you know. they do. I just not. He was such a nice boy. <laughs> it was just <laughs> not that one. Yeah, I like. I would never have done that, but I didn't even notice it, and yet everyone's laughing Dude, while this. You poor... were almost part of like if you accidentally stabbed him, you would have been part of like a 1950s anti-drug commercial. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. true. You could do drugs, go to work, stab all your coworkers. Will was a normal kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, yeah, that's that was probably the second. And it wasn't, like, in the grand scheme of things, Nate, Nate didn't get stabbed. He was a little traumatized, but he didn't get stabbed. Uh, but that was probably the second worst thing I've done as far as, like, the whole taking a step back and looking at the uh, entire situation. So <laughs> A little traumatized but didn't get stabbed describes my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable content. Yeah, okay? That should be the title of your special. <laughs> so yeah that's that's probably that's that's the second worst thing i've done at work okay probably i if something else comes up i'll let you know but all right well let's uh jump into the questions that may or may not get you fired uh okay. first question uh if you guys had a time machine would you kill baby hitler Is this with the knowledge of knowing what Hitler did? Or is this just, I have no knowledge of the Holocaust and you're just sending me back in time to kill a baby and see what <laughs> I would give you? Because if I knew it was baby Hitler, I'd go for it. If I knew yeah. for sure. So yes, if, it, if I know it was baby Hitler, I would just, I would just, just biblically stone him. So I had a, a buddy... Uh, Clayton, who his grandma was in the Holocaust, uh -huh. and he said he wouldn't because after the Holocaust, his Jewish family moved to America, and then his grandma met his grandpa here. Oh yeah, and he's like, so I wouldn't be born if it wasn't for Hitler. Yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, what was going on in Germany prior to Hitler's ascension that something would have happened. Regardless if Hitler had it done what he would have done. So you never know what you're trading off for. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel, too. Is like, if I had a time machine and went back, I would have stayed around for the Geneva con Convention and been like, hey, let's not uh, let's not pin this all on Germany. Uh, that's going to create a, a more horrible beast than you think by doing that. Like, there's so many other things that could have been done to prevent Hitler in World War II and the situations that Germany was in. 
that needed That don't a, involve killing a baby. Right. Exactly. Plus... I've done a joke about this. It's just, I mean, it's or, the, or you could kill yeah. a baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the scenario. If don't you, you want to feel kill a baby and not feel guilty about it? But I mean, like, yeah. can you imagine? Just just imagine this from like uh, from Mrs. Schicklebrook Gruber. That's his uh, mother's maiden name, Mrs. Schicklegruber's uh, perspective. She's just sitting there watching over her baby, and then this portal <laughs> opens up. Here's this fat fuck me coming out, breathing heavy. <laughs> Claps a baby and it's just like it's for the good of the world and then the door closes again I think that might create a more fucked up world and then she has another kid and tells him what happens and then we get a worse Hitler no, yeah that's what I just feel like if you kill baby Hitler it's a give if you give a mouse a cookie uh-huh. right then there's if you be kill a Hitler something else that happens <laughs> where you have to go back in time and kill another baby and so then like how many butterfly babies effect. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean technically if you're thinking about it that way, if you get back into that era of Germany and sneeze, you can start a global pandemic. Or like, just tell... Uh, if you're going to split hairs chronologically and, like, yeah, you know... What if Franz Ferdinand never got hungry for a sandwich? Like, none of this would have happened. Look. Bro got hungry, got capped, we're here where we are now. Well, okay. So, I wanted... This guy in Spokane, he had a joke. Um... This uh, black comic, which it's relevant to the joke, the punchline he did, he was like, killing baby. He's like, white guys talk about if they have a time machine, they'd go kill baby Hitler. He's like, that is a white man's mission. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's no black guy walking around in 1890-something in Austria. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, where are those babies going? Maybe it's that black dude who's walking around. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I... The... Fuck it. Let's just see what happens. I mean, it's one of the like you can sit there. You can sit there and ponder. You can find about, out what well, happens. Then this would have happened, and this would have. It's happened. true, and I was thinking the same thing when you when you said Clayton's excuse. I was like, but by that logic, there's two people who haven't met because we didn't kill Hitler. That would have created the greatest human being alive. Exactly. There's, like, yeah, there's yeah, Derek's better than Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why not? Why not kill baby Hitler just to see what other possibilities right, there so are? So here's the next question: okay. follow up. If you do kill baby Hitler, how do you do it? I already know how I would. I would find out what happens when you shake a baby too much. I'd watch that head just rattle back and forth. Holy shit! <laughs> okay. Okay. And then when it stops breathing, you draw a star of David on his forehead and run. I would, so because of my Polish ancestry and Poland being the punching bag uh, for Germany through many of the years. Uh, was Poland involved in that? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I thought Poland came out pretty unscathed, right? Yeah, no, totally, totally. <laughs> no, I would do it like, I would do it, I would just take a, I would take several pierogies and shove them in his mouth <laughs> and just hold it down. <laughs> Until I saw the bait, and I would just scream for Warsaw the entire time I was doing it. And, uh, yeah, I'd wait till uh, the life left the baby. Jeez. Michael. Well, <laughs> I would not kill baby Hiller. However, okay. I do think if I had access to this time machine, I mentioned this to Tanner, my plan is to go back to when I was about eight years old. And I would shoot myself. <laughs> Hold up. Because 
what happens then? Like, does the universe explode? That'd be kind of interesting just to find out. Worst case scenario, I'm now stranded in the past with a dead child that I am responsible for. <laughs> That's the worst for. case scenario. Best case scenario, the universe explodes. Worst case scenario, I get put on trial, right? Because they're like, you just murdered a child. I'm not trying to hide it. I go to court. <laughs> okay. And I listen. I so say, you're parading listen, baby, dead li- baby Hitler. Listen. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to run a DNA test. That's all I demand. And they're like, okay, why do you have the same DNA? And I say, listen, I know you're not going to believe me. But I am from the future. And on September 11th, 2001, (laughs) I will sacrifice myself to stop 9-11. That's what I'm saying right now. I love where you went with that. That was just a a time-lapse mindfuck, and I'm here for it. So I would not kill baby Hitler. Okay. Well, Tanner, how would you kill baby Hitler or eight-year-old Michael? Uh, I kind of like the idea of choking him out, but using like a time capsule of just stuff from the future and being like, all right, so we killed him. But like on the positive note, there's some of this stuff, you know, and, like, <laughs> dude, think about it. If you gave baby Hitler a fire talkie, he would probably die. <laughs> like realistically, yeah. you, could, you, you could just pump him full of garbage and just, you know, maybe prolong it, maybe take six months and just, you know, give him baby, <laughs> play the long game, diabetes, baby Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Diabitler, as Diabet- you say. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Hitler beaties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, in my scenario, I said that there's the, the portal, and then I shoot him, and then say, it's for the better of the world, and then close it. I think mm-hmm. it would be like, what okay. the hell was he saying? Yeah. They don't speak English. Es ist für die gut auf die world. I can't remember. I can't remember my German. I took three years in high school. Okay. Für die beste... Uh, für den den Erd, something like that. Okay, they'd get it. Okay, <laughs> you have a weird batch of Hitler fun facts, and you know German. Yeah. I have, and you have look like that. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, you you look like Nazi pride <laughs> parade right now, and I have so many questions. I know. Yeah, that's that's fair. You, that's you do fair. Look like a lot of those dudes. Oh, that a lot of in that U-Haul in Cordelaine. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Uh, I did that as one of jokes like the mesh <laughs> I, I looked like I, I was in the U-Haul truck, but I was saying things like, "Oh, I hope they don't get me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't get separated from the group." <laughs> uh, I just have like a, a lot of. I mean, my grandpa fought in World War Two. Same. So my grandpa fought in the Philippines, though. My grandpa was uh, his father was a German immigrant to America, so my grandpa was a, a first generation American with German lineage. So if he fought in Germany, he would have been killing cousins. Uh, but he fought in the Philippines against the Japanese. My grandpa was 6'10 in the jungles of... 6'10? Uh, yeah, he's... He, what a target. He was like, yeah. yeah. He was the first person shot at every time. No, he got malaria. That's what ended his time in the world. Right. In the world I, war. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Killing cousins or kissing cousins? Both. You kill them with a kiss. Mm. Uh, anyways, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say so. Like, I, I just think that I have a, a lot of natural fascination with. Well, I'm white too. There's something about being white no. and from the Midwest that you're just like World War II had some cool stuff in it, man. <laughs> uh, every that's fair. Every Midwestern white man when they turn fifty just like starts watching History Channel 
in the military right, World War channel. II in color or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, all of those just nonstop. Shane Gillis did a bit. He's like, if you're a white dude and you like you know a lot about World War II, that's like a sign that you're a future Republican. He's like, you don't want to be, but it just like <laughs> creeps up inside of you. Yeah, like, well, hopefully, hopefully. He's like, you think my parents wanted to be Republicans? <laughs> <and> just... <laughs> uh, but yeah, like my dad... Uh, you know, has all these like books on. Um, he has a book called The Third Reich, which I've read part of, which is all about how like Hitler was able to come to power and in uh, the Nazis and stuff. So that's how I know a lot of random facts about it. It's just. Your dad has this book called Mein Kampf, and that's why. <laughs> that's why you it's, learned you German. Know, you guys gotta check it out. It's got some good points, honestly. Do you just come to these meetings with me? You know, there's punch yeah. and pie. Uh, you know. Was Hitler a bad guy? Obviously. But, Autobahn. <laughs> Look, like, Thanos had a point. I'm just saying that, like... <laughs> the whales were showing up in the New York Harbor, man. <laughs> Alright, so maybe... So, okay. So we all know... So how, that's how I know about so it. So we all know that we're going to kill baby Hitler and eight Except for my... Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's or. You don't get both. Bullshit. I got <laughs> I got a time machine. Yeah, right. And my own rules. Right. Yeah, I wonder if it would be like... I'm stealing a T-Rex, too. Michael, you're getting a handful of pierogies, okay? I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, though, if you shoot... I think how it would go down, though. You kill eight-year-old you, and then current you just ceases to exist right then. But then do I never get... Do I still die in well, the yeah, past? Crazy, yeah, yeah, crazy like that's, that's the whole point. Like well, Either I mean, the universe explodes, or the universe is like, I'm just going to leave you here. That's what I think. All right, what's the next question? I'm sick of talking about how I'm going to kill baby Michael. I have other ways. (laughs) And I will tell them so they won't know it was me. So, uh... All right. I don't like how you're Okay, listen. I do need to say, if anyone else kills eight-year-old me, you can't stop (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. But do we want it to be stopped? (laughs) Like... I'll sacrifice one for the other. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like eight-year-old me causes 9-11. We don't Yeah, know but that. if we stop 9-11, we'll miss out I on mean, killing one million I mean, theoretically, stopping Iraqis. Hitler could stop 9-11, because if it weren't for World War II, America wouldn't feel as globally powerful, yeah. and then we wouldn't fuck with foreign affairs, and then Middle Eastern countries wouldn't hate us for what we did to them, and then 9-11 mm-hmm. wouldn't happen, so... No Bolshevik revolution, no 9-11. Yeah. See? Yeah. Fair. Sounds sound. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> what is uh, your favorite school shooting? Oh shit! Oh Jesus! I'm not saying you have to necessarily like any of them. Yeah, Just which no, one? I which don't. one is the, the one that you hate the least? That's. I don't like any of them, but <laughs> I've read the most about Columbine. I I will get into like time suck YouTube videos about Columbine. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm gonna go ahead and say Sandy Hook just because of what happened to Alex Jones post Sandy Hook. It's been I have I have my nipples have never been harder than watching his defamation trial. And even though Sandy Hook was a tragedy, watching Alex Jones go down was just it was worth it. Oh yeah. Well, no, okay. All right, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> it's worth a few kids, you Look, know. And like and living in Colorado. Well, how for, many kids was it worth? We're not doing this, okay? I already don't One, like this. Yeah. I don't... Six. We don't... <laughs> oh, shit. 
No, we like I already don't like this question, but I, I would have to say like and living in Colorado too, like Columbine like I don't know, that that one I don't want to talk about that one. But like because of what happened to Alex Jones, I'm gonna go ahead and say Sandy Hook. Colorado's a hotbed for Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to Google the name. Well now <laughs> Well you don't have it bookmarked like Drew? No. <laughs> If, it, uh, if you have to look it up, it's not your favorite, clearly. Well, I mean, uh, if we're if we're going for um, if we're going for ones that actually produced results, and we got to do the one in Australia that actually got Australia to ban guns. Yeah. So wasn't that just assault rifles though? Yeah, it was in a school shooting. Uh, I, I, no. I cheated. Um, no, I'm not. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. This uncomfortable ass question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this, considering I might be interviewing for a new job. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. someone finds this somehow. This podcast yeah. gets like between a hundred and two hundred listeners. And he, and he was listener number one ninety seven. He was like, <laughs> "The fuck did he say?" Right. All <clears throat> right. Uh, team Cosby or Team Weinstein? Who? Uh, it's not like they're both competing for Bella Swan's part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this sounds like the world's worst Olympic gold medal yeah. match. Like I mean, part of me wants to say comics back comics. You know? <laughs> yeah, well like But and from uh, not oh god. I loved Project Runway. It was a good show. I don't know. Probably. And Lord of the Rings was one of the best casted movies. Stop defending Weinstein. <laughs> you also Tanner. You really are. Clearly, you're clearly you, a team Weinstein. Tanner. Yeah. Tanner. Tanner that was that was. Hold on. There, there was a confidence <laughs> and like a bravado I, about that. I just oh. want to point out for the listeners at home that Tanner actually pulled out a notebook and flipped to a page <laughs> and has been reading his defenses ask, from it. Ask something in a notebook. It's a book, you asshole. Ask to see his tattoo. Just ask him about his tattoo if you ever meet Tanner. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... God, I got Cosby, I guess, for diversity's sake. Cosby, because his lawyer was smart enough to be able to use... Uh, all those cases in a way that got him the least amount of time. Like, it's all That gross. does make him, I guess that makes him the goat of sexual assault. Yeah. No, the goat is that uh, Brock, what's his name? Brock the one, Turner. Is it Brock Turner, yeah. that swimmer? Raped yeah. a girl behind a dumpster. And then he's uh, he's out free now. So, yeah. you know. It's because he's white and has rich parents. Yeah. That's how you Money talks, system. man. Yeah, and the judge also was a Stanford swimmer. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> Next question. (laughs) All right, so we'll not to put words in your mouth, but Team Cosby. All right, uh, yeah, that's that's, that's right. Michael, I plead the fifth. (laughs) I I don't want to answer this because my answers I don't want either of them. You know, again, it's not. But all right, let's. It's not Robert Pattinson. You're stuck on a desert island with one of them, and you have to pick. Oh, if that's the case. I mean, Weinstein has more experience. He's with got islands. connections. Yeah, he, did, he knows his islands. Did he he's, help make Castaway? Nobody probably <laughs> went to Epstein's. <No>. So. 
I mean, I figure that I could easily overpower Bill Cosby. Oh, so. here's why I'm Cosby. Uh, Weinstein owns, um, is that Mallrats? That really good movie that Kevin Smith made that he will not release uh, because Weinstein's just being an asshole about it. In- Mallrats 2, you mean? Because Mallrats, the original, is definitely a movie that's been out since we were little kids. Uh, it might not be that one. Um, Clerks 3. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a Clerks one. In theaters, this I don't know when it's coming out. I just know. It's like, coming why out. are we still splitting hairs about this? Let's, go, let's keep going. Let's, I, I don't think Kevin. This Smith, is called "Let's Get Fired" for a No, years. I understand that. I understand that. Let's just keep going. Okay. I already feel dirty. So this is the final question. Oh god! All right. Dogma was. And this is one I before. Tanner already knows what's coming up. I've asked this. Is the one question that's been universal in every episode. Oh yeah, and I if, need to recant my answer. If you have. If you had to wipe one country off the map with a nuke, England. That <laughs> was quick. Yeah, no, that's not even a question for me. If I have to pull the trigger, yeah, England. I knew I knew this question was coming, and I'm fully prepared to defend to, it. I Why I, don't, I don't need to defend it. <laughs> have you met English people? I, I had one on a Let's Get Fired podcast. He was a cool dude. Yeah, why did... Well, hold on. Let's why just know for every future Let's Get Fired podcast, when Drew asks this question, he's going to go, Michael said England. And he's going to make <laughs> up excuses for you, and you won't be there to defend oh, wait, yourself. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Warning you of the hell that's about to come. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why England? Like, why... Where? Show me on the doll where England touched you. <laughs> um, you know... There's, it's just kind of a general distaste for English people that I guess probably comes from being American, but also my great great grandfather uh, came. His parents moved to America during the potato famine in Ireland, which was largely caused because England refused to provide any aid to Ireland. Then they move there. They're these dirt ass poor Irish immigrants. They he ends up in an orphanage. And then I'm just like, this is all England's fault. Like, okay. England, That's England fair. has been the villain of history for so many years. Basically, since 1066 Battle of Hastings. Like, fair. They're not the good guys. What's crazy is how little of that gets taught too. It's not until you're older and like yeah. you go deep dive history research. We're like, wait, what? Well, in, all, in all fairness, the history we're taught is absolute dog shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. Also very true. Well, because I'm still trying to think, because I, I got a short list. So, so uh, uh, my answer was Italy, and oh, and Drew got pissed about that one because every episode I mention it since he'll ask that I, question, I, I and then well, people I, are thinking Italy. Drew's like Tanner said Italy. Yeah, uh, and here's here's <laughs> so I'm going to defend myself here. Here's why I said it. I I've trained in improv. I come from like an improv background uh-huh. and stand up background. And so when you ask me that question, the obvious answer is like North Korea or Russia or like one of those kind of countries. I was trying to think A to C of like, that's the obvious answer. And I was trying to think of a less obvious answer. And that's why I did Italy because it just felt like... That was not obvious. That's why I mentioned I know, I know. Because it, it wasn't obvious. It, and and it my was, excuse was like, was do we memorable. need Italy? Yeah, it was memorable. It was memorable. It, to me, it's just like Italy is just like a country. That is of no significance to me. Also, some may say they were on the wrong side of history a during a certain war. A few times. Um, they just re-elected somebody that's probably going to put them on a 
on the wrong side of history again. So so there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, Olive Garden sucks. Well, you can't blame Italy. No, on no not at all. Yes, you can. Also, <laughs> you can't back, back up. I like Olive Garden. So do you really? The, I. <laughs> I I never have said I'm not white trash. I like <laughs> no, I forgot you proposed to your wife at a. That is not true. <laughs> I, we went to Olive Garden the same night I proposed to her. Okay. Mm. Tanner, I'm just looking at you. You can't oh, say God. you don't like Olive Garden. <laughs> I like their unlimited breadsticks. I was gonna say you and don't their like the yoki soup, their chicken yoki soup Ooh. is pretty good. Let me tell you, you go there for like. Your grad school, you show up at 11 a.m., you sit there for four or five hours just getting unlimited soup and breadsticks and a Coke Zero. That is a good way to spend your money. Here's my problem with Olive Garden. It's not bad food. I just never think it's worth the price it's sold for. But just unlimited soup and breadsticks, it's like six Nine or seven bucks. bucks. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty good. Wait, so you can sit there and order unlimited soup and They breadsticks. legally can't stop you. Yeah. They knew me by the third or fourth time I did it, and I would come in on like a Tuesday, so it's like <laughs> sounds like a good time. I need yeah. a they're building an olive garden right by me. Are they really? And I'm like, this is gonna cause me to relapse. Oh yeah, they yeah. are. Alright, so what country is it? Well <laughs> <laughs> uh, Inca- wait, wait, Tanner, were you gonna switch it up or are you sticking with Italy? I don't know. If you back down now, the Drew wins. That's true. <laughs> Standard ground. But now you know why I answered. Like, would any of us know if Italy was gone? That's what, like, when when I, because, when, like I said, the obvious answer is, like, North Korea or Russia. But, like, then I think of, like, all those innocent North Koreans who cannot stop their dictator. Like, and, and many of them know it's wrong, but they can't do shit about it. And I so feel... just put them out of their misery. Whereas... And then... This is current, Hold right? Up. Like, we're yeah. talking, like, yeah. if we could nuke the country right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of innocent North Koreans who can't stop their dictator, whereas the English people all want to fuck the monarchy. Like, yeah. they're not getting rid of them. They were sad I, when their leader died. I don't know why they backed the king so much. Uh, I mean, maybe that's about, the best part about, about the queen dying is because now that what about this king Canadians, will be like, oh, wait, maybe we want to get rid of this. <laughs> Canadians, bunch of bitches. They, uh, like... Uh, Slower there, internet. There was a meme I saw that was, uh, what other country's leaders in Canada going to put on their money now? <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, Italy, to me, like, I feel bad for the, you know, the citizens of North Korea and in Russia. Those countries are like... Clearly, they can't do anything about it. it Italians know what they did. Okay. So. I, Italy, and this might be another white trash thing. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But that's like a dream vacation spot. Oh, everyone me. wants to go to that. Well, that's why I brought up Croatia, because Croatia is a hidden Italy, is what a lot of people say. You really? can get a lot of that charm that Italy has in Croatia Same for food? cheaper... Uh, I don't know. Probably it depends on what I, I regions. I do love Italian food because because even Italy has it's the same as like going to America and expecting Southern cu- cuisine in Minnesota. You're not going to get the best Southern food in Minnesota. Yeah. If you nuke Italy, it's not like we lose their recipes. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's yeah. a great point. That's fair. There's still yeah. a lot of grandmas here in there, America. There though. is a real Dago restaurant in Provo. Uh, like oh. actually, from all the staff, they're from Italy. Well, shoot. Then we're saved. Yeah. 
Vatican City. Is Ooh, my shit! That's, that's a, good a answer. damn good. <laughs> damn, that's a good answer. You're the second person to answer that. Vatican City, and I don't even have to ask why. Mm-hmm. I think it was Adam who said Vatican. Oh, yeah. Man, take it, take it out. Don't I forgot. Need it. I forgot that's a country. Don't take it out. Don't need it. Don't want it. A lot of bullshit in that country. How close is Vatican to? It's next to Rome, right? Mm-hmm. Then. It's basically... If we're nuking Italy... Look, I'm doing yeah. you a favor yeah. here, okay? <laughs> one stone. You know, I'll you have to build a dome around the Vatican City before you nuke Italy. Yeah. I've got to keep this. Yeah. Okay, so when we're done with this, we're getting Italy, the Vatican, and England. Yeah. Sounds like a good day. It's a lot Let's... of white people that are just gone. Yeah, fine. I don't think many people are going to complain about that. I don't know. Lots of people in Alabama be like, those Italians ain't white. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Also fair. true. Also true. That's fair. But yeah, no Vatican City, straight into the ocean. Damn it, I should have thought of that. All a nuclear weapon. <laughs> don't need it, don't want it. Yeah, when I gave my answer, I looked up, I was like, which country has the most pedophiles? And I thought that would be a fair assessment. That it, um, yeah. Oh, are you yeah. going to have someone interview you for this podcast one of these days? Someday. Get you I, I've given I've given my answers in various episodes, yeah, but not true. all together in yeah. one episode. Well, and you haven't had a host be able to dive in on questions they're interested in too and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we'll end it right wait, there. Wait. What? Up? You told me you were gonna ask me a question, and I'm bummed you never did. Wait. What question? What the most racist Pokemon was? Because <laughs> oh. I've been thinking I about didn't. this, <laughs> and there's a couple ways to like approach. this. I know what my my well, and you're probably gonna say the same one. You can either say like, "What's the most racist Pokemon in concept?" or "What Pokemon in the universe would be most racist?" So in concept. There have been Pokemon that had to be censored or, uh-huh. like, adapted. Like, there was a Pokemon Registeel when it was in the games. It looked like it was giving a Nazi salute. So when it was localized to other countries, they had to adapt that make it not look like that. Uh, the big one, though, is a, one of the original Pokemon Jinx. Mm-hmm. It was based on, like, a certain type of, like, Japanese subculture of, like, these women that would, like, wear a certain style of makeup and tan. But it looked like this Pokemon was in blackface. And so they had to change it, so instead of a black face, it was purple. What um, is this Pokemon called? Jinx? Jinx. J-Y-N-X. Yeah, um, you'll, you'll see what we're... You'll it's see pretty what fair. But I, I was yeah. never in... Here's, oh here's, my goodness. Here's what I was thinking. What Pokemon <laughs> in-universe would be most racist? And I think when you start approaching it that way, you have to think about what Pokemon can talk. There's very few of them. We can eliminate Mewtwo because I don't think Mewtwo is racist. The answer has to be Meowth. Meowth from the anime has the capability to say the N word. <laughs> you can't argue with that. Yeah. That's and cool. would. Yeah. So that's my answer. Wait, I have a question though about Jinx. So the original cards that came here had like the blackface one. Yeah. So, where so are those purple? ones worth more? Probably to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not into the card collecting aspect, but it's like that uh, punter from the Buffalo Bills. Remember? Oh yeah, his card skyrocketed. Yeah, the, did you hear about that? Matariza. He got oh, released yeah, during yeah, preseason. Yeah, yeah. He was a rookie punter, but yeah. apparently when he was in college, he raped this underage girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it came out the value of his card shot up after That's that happened. Fucking gross. Um. I was going to say Hitmonlee because of the obvious 
uh, Asian American racial stereotypes with uh, the slanted eyes and the karate. So well, they're the Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan are both directly based on Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan, like their fighting styles. But yeah, hmm. I mean, I'm not one huh. to call out. I don't know Pokemon at all, so I'm like having to look <clears throat> these up to like. I'm not to verify racism towards Asian people from an Asian company. Like that's not my area to step in there. Galarian form wheezing looks pretty racist. Yeah, Galarian form wheezing definitely has some strong opinions about Eastern European countries. Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, I can rack off a few Pokemon: Pikachu, yeah, Charizard, yeah, Squirtle, yeah, Snorlax. Nice. I think that's all I got. That's good. That's pretty good. So. That's four out of over 900, so... Jeez. Did you complete the Pokedex in Arceus? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it took me a while, but I did. Yeah. I beat the... I'm the kind of person where, like, I just focus on one area at a time, and so mm-hmm. I did... What's the first one? Crimson Marlins? Mm-hmm. I, I completed that area, and then I just got burnt out. Yeah, I think that happened to a lot of people. Well, I, yeah, I totally forgot that question. I'm glad we went over that, because no, that was fascinating. I have been thinking about it. Yeah. But you can also Google Registeel Original Sprite, and you can tell what I'm talking about there. Uh, wait, what other Pokemon can, can talk besides Meowth and Mewtwo? Um, it, Meowth. There was a Tentacruel that had, like, psychic oh, yeah, powers. The oh, There have been a couple other in the anime... Um, but I didn't it talk was... through Meowth? Why Meowth? Yeah, yeah it looks like it a fun cat. Because it can, Meowth can like <clears throat> have a full conversation. Yeah, one so, of the full, so this that, specific so Meowth Pokemon can't talk. Yeah, yeah. There's a specific mouth in the anime that basically plus the story is it fell in love with a woman, so it wanted to learn how to speak, so the woman would love him back. That's how Meowth learned to talk. Yeah, was it Jesse? No, oh. it was before the Team Rocket. Well, Meowth is on Team Rocket, so also yeah. also hints that it could be pretty racist. Yeah. Well, fun stuff. Yeah. Well, I think we'll end it right there on racist Pokemon. That's we'll probably that's, that's a good then. stop. That's what yeah. I'm gonna title. Uh, I'm gonna title this episode um, "Baby Hitler Racist Pokemon." Yeah, I think that's a good. Gives people a very broad range of. So what then we're they covered. have to keep listening until the end. <laughs> yeah, racist Pokemon. All so. right. I hope well, you finish your drive safely, listener. Goodbye. Crash. <laughs> you can finish masturbating. We though. want them to die. <laughs> You're fired.